Hello, we're back with season two of Pending the Podcast. It's been a couple of years, but I wanted to restart it because I really enjoy it. And we've now got a new logo, we've got new guests, we've got a new everything, except for me, I'm still exactly the same. Um, but we started with Alfie Templeman. And if you don't know him, he started when he was 13. He's now got over 2 million monthly listeners on Spotify. So he's doing very well and he's amazing. We did this interview backstage at his concert at Leeds Beckett Student Union. Uh, It was a really good experience. The interview was amazing. The concert was amazing. So I hope you enjoy it as much as I did doing it. Um, If you want to follow the podcast on Instagram, it's at pending the podcast. I hope you enjoy. Perfect. Okay, so what do you normally do backstage? Is this like the, the normal environment? What kind of, what do you get up to? <laughs> Basically making as much mess as possible by, by what you just saw. Yeah, um, yeah trying, trying to actually eat healthily. Um, wow. It's not working so far. We just had a Nando's, didn't we, Pete? It was a dream. But Joss is eating sushi, mm-hmm. and then the other guy... What, Cam, what did you have? Well, sorry. What food did you eat earlier? Oh, it was like this oh. vegan Chinese food. He had oh, vegan Chinese amazing. food. What was it called? Was it like Watan or something? I don't know. I don't know what it was, mate. It was, really, it was the best vegan Chinese food I've ever had. I need that. A lot of yeah. Chinese food. <laughs> Good. That's what, I, that's what I'll get after this. Yeah, I do like some Chinese food, actually. That'd be nice. Yeah. Just about now. To be fair, it is looking quite healthy. You've got like the oat milk going. So the ride is good. Actually, muesli bars. Yeah, we've actually we've actually made sure the ride is like moderately healthy. So we've got like pita bread is like the only carbohydrate I think. Wow. Yeah, come That's on. Like Gluten free right. diet. Yeah, literally. Yeah, just plenty of vegetables. Yeah. Like, lots of hummus. Mm-hmm. Mostly vegan. <laughs> cool. Um, so you've obviously started quite young, and you're still only yeah. 19. Um, do you have like pros and cons of starting young? Like, is there things that you love about it? Things that are hard? Well, I guess like you just when you start young, you don't really know what it's going to be like. I suppose you never do anyway because it like I, I guess when you're older, you're a bit more self-aware as well. So, like, I feel like that's a pro and a con because you can just like you don't criticize yourself too much when you're younger, I suppose. And then you look back at yourself later on and like I have my songs that I like and that I don't like. But um, yeah. like when you're younger, you're just like, oh, I'll just put out anything. I'll just quickly belt out a song <laughs> yeah. and put it up. So that's like, that's the good part. But also like, I feel like, you know, young, young people being exposed to social media is always gonna have, like not be the best thing in the world. Like yeah. you have to be careful with it. So I used to be on it quite a lot and it's just like, I guess, yeah, it could be kind of like a scary place. Yeah. Like, but um, yeah, just like, you get negative comments and hate now and then, mm. but you just have to ignore that. So yeah, is that how you kind of deal with that? Just ignore it. Yeah, a bit? yeah, exactly. Yeah, I feel like I've probably got a lot better at it, at it like recently. I used to be terrible at it, and I'd like delete social media. Mm. But I feel like that just makes people want to do it more. Yeah, hundred percent. So, yeah. When did you kind of realise that this isn't just a passion? Like you can do it as a career. Um, I think it must have been. <laughs> It's probably about 2020 when I was like, oh, th- I actually have a good shot at this. But then again, it was like, I feel like 2020 was quite confusing for everyone. Like, you never yeah, really knew if what you were doing. Yeah, exactly. You never really knew if what you were doing is like, is secure or guaranteed for like a long period of time. So, yeah. Yeah. But when I did, um, there was an EP I did in 2020 called Happiness Liga Form. And that's when I was like, oh, mate, like, these songs are actually gaining some traction. Like one of yeah. the songs got on FIFA, and I was like, "That's pretty cool." Mm. Then just the the title song itself, "Happiness in the Form," was like doing good. It was getting on radio and stuff, and yeah. so we just yeah, 
I was just like, yeah, I actually might have a shot at it here. Like, mm. maybe I just need to keep writing more songs. And then I did. And then the, ne the year after that, like, the next record I did, like, happened to, like, do good. And then this one did as well. And then, yeah, I guess <laughs> it's still like, I think, it, it like, every year you're like, oh, is, I, can, I, can I make it to next year? Can I keep going? Like, yeah. am I still relevant? Like, because I feel like nowadays music moves so quickly as well. Mm. And, like, the next thing is in, like, like, like after a few months. Yeah, like, that's true. Like no one's even talking about running up that hill now, but a few months ago it's like the <laughs> biggest song in the world. Point, Do you get yeah. what I mean? Like mm. it's happening so quickly. I think everyone got annoyed at that song though. Like, yeah, but that's the so thing played. with that's yeah exactly. But that's the thing with TikTok and the thing with just like people yeah. overplaying songs. Yeah. Like what's the biggest song now? I don't know. Like Bad Habit, I suppose. Yeah, I probably yeah. that. Um, like it just things move on so quickly and then it gets ruined. Yeah. <laughs> so you're kind of scared of that, I guess. But I think like people have definitely always liked your stuff because I remember I went on. Um, I saw Sundara Karma live and he mm. was supporting them and I saw so many people there who were just there for you. So wow, like, what, back, then, back in 2019? Yeah, like, I, was, I met loads of girls <laughs> in the queue and they were like, yeah, we're actually just there for Alfie. Really? Yeah. Well, that was like, that was a very early days show. That mm. was like, oh God, they yeah. They followed you as well. They'd like gone on every yeah. thing you were doing. Like, really? Because yeah. we, we, did, we did, how many shows did we do with Sundara? We did Brixton and maybe a couple more. But it was never that many. I remember the first like, couple shows we did like as just by solo thing was with Gus Dapperton as well okay he was yeah. a really cool singer mm -hmm. um and then we did Sundora afterwards and that was really good but yeah that's actually really crazy because <laughs> I remember when we yeah doing Brixton was really cool to see people like we had a song called Yellow Flowers and it's like a really slow song and people were moshing to it and that that was Amazing. like really funny that to is me Britain for no in reason exactly <laughs> yeah yeah but you, I've heard you learnt the guitar like backwards or upside down. Or yeah, well, yeah, it's because my, my dad's left-handed. Okay. So it's like growing up, I was like, oh, okay, like I want to learn the guitar. And I was like, fuck yeah, there's tons of guitars. Oh, sorry for swearing. No, um, cool. I was like, yeah, there's so many guitars. And then I realised that my dad, like, he's left-handed, I'm right-handed, so I couldn't mm. really play any of them. I was like really upset about that. Yeah. So I just like basically decided, I, it's not like I'm playing it like left-handed, like it's yeah. in my hand left-handed. It's like I take a left-handed guitar and play it like in yeah, the position like, of a right-handed guitar, like right, just upside okay. down. And then, yeah, I did that for a while and then just used his, yeah, you know, I used his like Squire guitar and then he had like a really cheap bass as well. <coughs> and I kind of just played it with a pick, mm. which you're not meant to do, apparently. Basses <laughs> get really upset at you for that. Oh, um, and then, yeah, I kind of just put the bits together. Um, and I also played drums, like that was my main thing, oh, like, yeah. playing drums. Mm. I got taught at drums, but everything else I just taught myself, basically. Yeah. A bit of piano, but that was all from just like using Garage Band, basically. Oh, okay. Just going, <laughs> yeah. duh, duh, duh. but you've only got like. I think it's like 10 keys, so you, okay. if you're recording chords, you can only put like three notes at once and then you have to go back and edit it and add more oh, and then wow, change the sustain and the ve velocity of the notes yeah. to make it not just sound like it's really square. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, yeah, like I was learning production just off the top of my head of just like guessing things and going, oh, something doesn't sound right here and wow. just like trying things out, yeah. So when you went to like a right-handed guitar, yeah. was that hard? <laughs> no, no, it was way easier actually. It oh, was like, okay. it was just like, Makes sense. I made it easier for myself basically just yeah. by like doing something so stupid like by learning it backwards and then yeah. my dad I was lucky like a few Christmases later my dad got me a normal guitar so oh, it's the same thing as um, Pete over there was saying the other day he learned all of the parts for the everything everything songs in a really <laughs> cold barn so it was really hard for him to play the notes on the, on the keys but when he played it live it was really easy because his hands were warm wow, it's the same thing good. as that 
good like advice though. Yeah, exactly. Make it harder. Yeah, like, make it harder, the and then by the time you actually do the op like the normal thing, it's easy. Yeah, yeah. perfect. Yeah. So what what do you like doing outside of music? What other um, films? I like films a lot, okay. and um, I had a massive GTA phase like a couple oh, of years yeah. ago where I, I just sit like at home. <laughs> yeah, and play San Andreas for hours. Yeah. Um, but films, I love watching films. Um, I'm also like. I'm into a bit of geography, like mm -hmm. random bits and pieces like that, and like also philosophy and stuff like that. Oh, that's quite cool. But I'm not clever at all, unfortunately. So right, I, well, I'm only good at it to a certain degree. Mm, but clever in your in your field. Though, it's like it, it's all things that are like just random things that intrigue you. Do you get what I mean? Like yeah. things that you just like naturally want to learn about. Yeah. Rather than yeah. anything that you'd sit through at school and be forced to learn. Yeah, I think. I had to like yeah, I had to fall back in love with the things that in school the way they taught it to you it just didn't hit me but then I actually went mm. back and thought oh there's some things I actually like about it it's just the way I didn't really yeah. agree with the way that they taught it if that makes sense but, yeah I feel yeah. like that's happened for me loads like, yeah things click after you've left mm. you're like wow that's actually really interesting yeah exactly mm. yeah yeah so that's happened so many times like the last few years I think especially like being on tour and when you're in a bus or like a plane for a long time and you just got so much time with yourself like yeah. just sit and do things like that mm. yeah so your new album, you wrote that like, was it during COVID and sort of after yeah. that period? What's yeah. that kind of like based on and your experiences in that album that you've put in there? Well, it's, there's so much, like it's because the time period of making it was so long, there's so much going on. Like I started it like the very start of 2020 mm -hmm. and finished it like halfway through 21. Right. So like so much changed yeah. through that period. It's such a... I'd say it's a pretty versatile album. Perhaps the production is similar throughout, but like in terms of the sounds and yeah. the songs, yeah, it's like a simple album in terms of lyrical content and things. But it's just like fun songs that I was making. I wasn't taking myself too seriously with it. Yeah. Like I was just making an album, like having fun with it. Mm. So I think overall, it's just like, yeah, it's just songs that I was making in my bedroom. Half of them were at least, and then the other half, it was like the freedom of going back outside and working with people. So I think it's yeah. quite juxtaposed in terms of like. You can hear the songs where they're a bit more low-key and like me sat in a room kind of like crying or whatever and then yeah. the songs that are like done like there's no studios involved like no studios it's mm. like just recorded at other people's houses if I if I didn't oh, that's pretty it. cool I think. yeah yeah because I don't like I don't really like studios there's like a couple that I like but mm. most of the time I'd rather just like record in a room with your mates kind of yeah. thing and do it like that I feel like you can bounce off each other more like yeah. that way yeah because you're in a better environment it's yeah. like and also, like, there are some studios where um, you're in, like, a very beautiful place and I feel like that just makes you think you're writing a good song when you're actually not. It's like, yeah. if you give me just, like, a... Like, for example, the reason why I like writing in my bedroom is because I'm so used to it that I have to craft magic out of a song to enhance the room kind of thing. Yeah, Like, okay. it's like, I'm, you know, you're so used to your house, you're so used to your home, it's nothing special. So mm. if you feel, like, a really good vibe out of the song you've made in your bedroom, then you must be doing something something right because yeah. it's lit up the whole room all of a sudden and it feels like something new. I feel that's a really cool way to look at it actually. Yeah, I well that's that's precisely why I don't use studios because yeah. like I'm not just trying to use a place I'm not trying to use somewhere else to enhance the experience. I'm trying to use my own mind to like find something that just enhances the place I'm in. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Oh that's perfect. Yeah. So this year you've kind of like you've done a lot of festivals, you've gone also around the world. Mm. Um, is there anything that stood out, any like memories or people you've met, I guess, through the industry? 
Oh man, where do we start on that? That's um, <laughs> yeah. I guess there's a lot of stories, really. I mean, yeah. To this year, we've it's literally been a world tour, as far as I'm concerned. Like yeah. we've gone everywhere. Um, but Australia was really cool. We went on tour in Australia with the Wombats, and I thought oh, they were really nice. They were really nice guys. guys yeah. Ever. Yeah. I'm glad because like I really like them. So yeah. Well, that's good. Not, yeah, yeah. No, they're awesome. And um, what was really cool about that is I think I think that tour in particular. It showed us that we need to like be a bit more careful on tour and um, like look after our bodies a bit more. Yeah. They had like good catering, they had good food. Uh, they oh my god, the food! Yeah, the oh. food was great. Um, yeah. They just they just knew what they were doing because they're like in their forties now. Yeah. And they've been in it for so long that it's just like oh yeah, I'll follow whatever you're doing. You're the expert <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, they've so. got it sorted. Yeah, exactly. So they were kind of like our guide to mm. how to tour properly. Yeah. Which. We probably need to get back to doing. Oh yeah, steaming. Yeah, steaming before a show. Not that kind of steaming. Okay, yeah. right. Not get, not <laughs> the healthy steamed. kind. Not getting steamed. <laughs> no, that's cool. It's nice to have like sort of a guide. I yeah. Guess. Um, yeah. But your gigs, like, I've seen you a few times, and you're always like, you've got a good crowd, you've got good atmosphere. Mm. Like, how do you sort of get that out of crowd? I don't know actually. That's I always wonder the same thing because you kind of <laughs> just wander on stage and. I guess the main thing is you try and let the songs just do the yeah. do their work. Mm. Um, and I think when you've got feel-good music, maybe. Yeah, yeah like that makes a big difference. I think a good gig is like a good relationship, though. Like yeah. If both parties are putting in 100%, it's going to be all good. Yeah. But as soon as either side starts to drop the percentage, then it ends up becoming heavy either side. It's exactly yeah. like playing rugby. It is like <laughs> yeah, rugby, everyone yeah. in a scrum has to be locked in, locked in, okay. given it 100%. If there's someone that isn't, then you know. We're full of analogies in this. Yeah, one. I like that because <laughs> yeah. it makes, terrible it, makes analogies. it easier for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think is it next year or like this year you're um, doing a tour with Thomas Heedon? Yeah, literally next month. Yeah, How yeah. did that come about? A couple of weeks. Um, we were just like, oh, we can't sell the venues ourselves. <laughs> basically, <laughs> we want to do bigger places. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's it. <laughs> that's cool though. I was just like, oh, do you want to do it? He was like, yeah. Do you want to do it? I was like, yeah. Tom's yeah, a good friend fun. as well. Yeah. He's a really mm. lovely guy. Mm. That'll probably make it more fun. <laughs> I want to talk about, so like, I did hear in an interview that you did uh, about like some of your slower songs or like the ones you might have write, wrote in your room. Yeah. Um, could be to do with like how you're feeling in lockdown and like some things you were going Sorry, through. Sorry, I keep doing that way too much. <laughs> That's yeah. okay. Um, but like, do you think it's important to put that into music and like sort of express things you're going through in the world? Kind of yeah. Thing? <laughs> yeah, I feel like those songs are like slow. Each album, they're slowly creeping in more. If you yeah. know what I mean, like the, the percentage of that is going up. Um, well, I have like another side project as well where I just do specifically that. Like yeah. it's just where I'm venting all the time. Mm. I feel like it is very important because it. I mean, it obviously depends who you are. Like you either like doing that or you don't. Yeah. I feel like I do. Um, it helps me vent. It helps me figure out my problems. Mm. Um, like the, it kind of just comes to me. It's like natural therapy. Yeah. Where, God, Jesus Christ, <laughs> help me. And whereas I feel like with some people, they want to keep it a bit more quiet and, and, and not go into that too much. It, I, it really just depends on who you are as an artist and, and, and how you think and how you are, whether you want to be open about your own mental health or whatever or not. It doesn't yeah. really matter. Um, but for me, yeah, I like doing it. I like adding it to songs. Um, mm. And like, I feel like it's also quite useful on tour if you're 
touring touring can sometimes be a bit like Ugh, I'm tired or whatever but when you go on yeah. stage and you're singing those songs you're like oh like I can actually relate to that right now mm. I feel like people in the audience can relate to it as well so it's a nice relationship you can yeah. see where people are connected to that and mm. it's yeah it's a really nice thing to see that's nice I like that a lot yeah um someone I actually put like a poll on asking people questions someone says what's your shoe size Oh, so, uh, it's for that ten. one person, ten. ten. Okay, yeah. well, I'm glad they'll know. Where are they playing? They oh, she's playing. Oh my god. Okay, I definitely will see her in a minute. Yeah, oh, it's no. a ten. <laughs> I've got it. Nine point. It depends. Like with docs, it's nine point five because you mm. have to get a bit less. But okay. everything else is ten. Yeah. <laughs> <Perfect>. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of the end of my question. Do you want to like I'll, say any where people can find you? Anything? Um. Yeah. I think it's Alfie Temple. Much everything. Yeah. Um, Snapchat. Okay, thanks. I'll oh, mate, no, of course. Yeah. So that's the first episode of the new season. I hope you liked it. I liked it a lot. I liked doing it. There'll be more coming out soonish. I'll keep that all posted on the Instagram. And I did actually record an interview I did for uni uh, with a local counsellor in Sheffield about the cost of living crisis. So if that is interesting to anyone, I can upload that as well. Uh, again, I'll post that on the Instagram. And also, if anyone knows people or knows of anyone who could come on here and talk, that would be great. You can let me know on my email, which is in the link on my Instagrams, because that is the hardest part, finding people who want to talk to you on here. Um, so just let me know if you know anyone, basically. But I hope you enjoyed it, and I will hopefully see you soon.